decided as we kept hearing these words that we're going to own them as a worshiping community and how we worship and in how we are a community together. That in how we worship, that this is a place where each of us can find God, know God, and love God. And that each week that we can be reminded that we are found, known, and loved by God. And that here in intersection, that all of us may know that we are found, known, and loved by the people here. Last week, we talked about what it means to be known. When we looked at Genesis 3 and the story of the fall, the story of sin entering our world. And we talked about how sin can make us want to hide from God out of shame, out of fear. But we remember that God knows our sin. That God knows every part of us. And God still wants to know us. That God wants us to know him and to be in relationship with him. A relationship that when we give ourselves to it can transform, will transform every part of our lives. And the best place for us to know God is when we choose to be known in a faith community. When we choose to find support from our fellow believers, but also find people who can challenge us not to take our faith lightly by the same people who will walk with us towards home, towards God. Today, I want us to talk about what it means to be loved. We're jumping ahead a few chapters from where we were last week to Genesis 12, where God calls Abram at the age of 75 to leave his whole life behind him and go somewhere new. Which can be a little scary if you think about it. But God made this promise to Abram when he was calling him to step outside of his comfort zone and go somewhere new. God said, if you listen to me, I will bless you and all of your descendants. That's us. And that's nice to hear. But often we can stop there and forget what God says next. That God says, I will bless you so that you and your descendants may be a blessing to others. In our world, Sometimes it can really seem like our world wants us to have an attitude that our glass is always half empty or that there's just not enough. Like we have to, to really think about what we can give away. Maybe that's why God states this call to states this call that we are blessed to be a blessing two or three more times in the book of Genesis alone. But it's a call that we really find throughout Scripture. As God calls us his children, 
to remember how much we have been loved by God, to remember how blessed we are, the fact that everything that we have, that our very lives are blessings from God, that they are gifts that reveal to us how much God loves us. But also throughout scripture, as God calls us to remember how much we are loved, he calls us to give that love, to share that love, to share those blessings, to share who we know God to be, who we know our savior to be with others, to look beyond ourselves. Here at St. Matthew's, We have heard this call, and that is one of the reasons why every year at Christmas we take part in Birthday Gifts for Christ, a ministry that goes back almost to our founding when we were Wesley United Methodists in Jackson, Mississippi, a ministry through which we adopt 70 to 80 families in need every year in Madison County in Forest, Mississippi, Methodist Children's Home, and Angel Tree, which is an organization that allows parents who are in prison to provide Christmas presents for their children. Every year, we adopt those children so that they can have something waiting just for them on Christmas morning. But for a lot of these children, they just want a coat that will keep them warm when it's cold or shoes that fit and don't have holes in them. Some of the kids ask for presents that they can give to their parents. But we also don't just provide presents for these families. We also provide food. That's why this tree over here is so important with the stars, with items listed on them, food that we need in next Sunday, food that we will take to each of these families so that they can have some meals over the holiday break. Because we need to realize that for some of these children in these families, they rely on being in school to get two meals a day. These stars are important because otherwise some of those kids may not have a meal otherwise. This ministry that we take on as a church is how we as St. Matthews have always chosen to remember God's call for us to share our blessings, to share God's love with others, to look beyond ourselves as individuals and ourselves as a church, to those in need, to share with them that this season is about remembering the greatest gift that has ever come into our world. But we also shouldn't just wait for something big to come along to share our blessings because God calls us to share his love, to share his blessings every day of our lives. 
Because it's not just our money and our material things that are blessings from God. It's who God created each of us to be. Each of us is a unique creation made with love from God. Each of us has particular skills and gifts and passions. Each of us has a heart that we can share with someone else. When we simply choose to remember in the midst of especially hectic seasons, after elections that are full of tension, that every person in our path is someone that we can bless, someone that we can show God's love to. Every person in our path is someone, even if they do not know it, is a child of God just like us. That each person is someone with a place in God's family, that no one else can take that place. But where we share our love, how we share God's blessings, starts right here in this community and how we relate to one another and how we make sure that no one here is ever just a face in the crowd, that every person here knows that you are known and loved that you have a place here and that you matter to God and to every person here, that your presence is important. Sharing God's blessing, sharing God's love starts here with how we treat one another, not just welcoming in new people each week, but welcoming in one another, practicing patience with one another, being willing to receive and give forgiveness doing life together and supporting one another, praying for one another, challenging one another to keep walking when it gets hard and when someone just seems beaten down, resting with one another, but not ever letting them give up. We start here. Because God's blessings Reveal to us his immense love. A love that is greater than our wildest imaginations. A love that when we take the time to rest in it and know it, we know that we cannot keep it to ourselves because it only becomes greater when we share it. Because it is a love that will never run out. A love that is so great that it brought the creator of the universe into our world so that all of us may know that we are known, that we are loved, and that we have been found. That in our sin, that no matter how much we may try and hide, that God is always calling our names. A love that if we allow it to, will make us humbled, 
make us bold. Bold enough to look beyond ourselves. Bold enough to share of what we have, to share of who we are, to share our very lives with others. Because we know the truth of the good news that has entered our world, that this season of Advent that we remember. But it's so easy for us, as I said last week, and I'll probably say again next week, that it's so easy for us this season to just get lost in all the things to do. To let this season just rush past us. But my hope and prayer is that we make it a priority this season to slow down and to count out God's blessings to count the ways each day that God has showed us how much he loves us. To think about the different people in our lives and to think about how and who God created each of us to be, we can share of ourselves, to share of God's love with them so that they can be blessed. So that God's love just continues to grow and go until it touches every person. Until every person knows that we have the opportunity to call our God, Emmanuel, God with us. A God who will never be distant from us. Because it was into our sin and brokenness that God entered our world. Because God couldn't keep himself from us. And God came as an infant and grew up just like each of us to show us how we were created to live, who we were created to be, to show us how much God's love is for us. And by doing, in doing this, Jesus took bread with his disciples the night he was arrested, and he broke it, and he said, this is my body that I will willingly break so that all of you may know of God's grace and know that you are forgiven. And then he took a cup and said, this is my blood, my love that I will pour out so that all of you may know that you are covered in love. It was for us that Jesus went to the cross, taking our sins with him. It was for us that Jesus rose from the grave, conquering death so that eternity with our creator would be ours. It was for us. And so we are able to come to this table today with joy, with gratitude, and with humility. It is for us that we are able to celebrate the season of Advent that we are in.
And so with thankful hearts, we just pray to you, O Lord, that you pour out your spirit upon these gifts of bread and wine and upon us gathered here. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ so that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood, that we may be made bold by this gift, that we may share your love and your blessings with those we encounter with one another until your son returns and we all feast at his heavenly banquet. All honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. If those who are helping to serve would now come forward. As they come forward, um, I just want to take this time to say that this table and this meal is open to everyone. You don't have to be a member of this church or any church.